the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, Pastor, doesn't science disprove the Bible? Isn't Genesis just a fairy tale? Is God for real? Did he really create everything in six literal days? Didn't God just use the Big Bang? Why is there death and suffering? Did really believe the Bible? Didn't man evolve from apes? For answers to these questions and more, stand by for Believing the Bible. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and our producer, Ed Salzadel, all directors of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Today, we're going to talk about whether the Christmas star mentioned in the Bible was astronomical or was it a miracle. What does that mean? What is astronomical? That, well, sounds, that sounds like our debt. Was was it naturalistic? Was it real? Wasn't an event actually seen in the heavens that was the product of a star or a comet or something else like that? Or was this a pure miracle from God? That's the discussion we're going to have. Very often we've had discussions, we had one with Richard Stepanek earlier, in which we talk about how this could have been some type of astronomical event or could have been something that was a convergence of a star and Jupiter or bright planets. Really we have choices. The choices are naturalism or faith in gods as a miracle. Some say that it was a convergence of bright planet or stars all together in the sky. Some say, well, maybe it was an exploding star or supernova. Maybe it was a comet. When these people bring this up, and we've had some good Christian people who have described these things, they think they're doing a service to people so that they won't be ignorant on the top. The problem is, all of these supposed answers for what it might have been, that when you compare them to reality, they really don't work. I think what Dr. Daniel Harris wrote and published in his website, Dr. Truth, is very poignant in that he comes down to what you just said. There's two choices. Was it an actual something that every astronomer could look in the sky and see? Or was it a miraculous light that only certain folks saw? Basically, it would wind up being the Shekinah glory perspective. Correct. Now, in those days... They didn't have television. They didn't have things to go do at night. They didn't have movie houses. So what did people do? They lay on their roofs as they were trying to sleep and watch the stars and got really stoned and made things out of what they saw in the stars, which I never understood. You know, <laughs> ladies, the, 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 all, all the different They had nothing constellations. else to do. They weren't counting sheep. They had they nothing were, else to do while they were, they were laying stars. down there. Yeah. So it looks like a guy with an arrow. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, but everybody, the point is, everybody saw the stars. Everybody looked up at night. Everybody saw what was happening in the night sky. So if there was something new and different, everybody would have seen it coming. Everybody. So the people who the, the Magi saw this light in the east and headed toward it, the people 
people who were already in the East should have seen it. Why didn't they? And why didn't they report it to Herod? Because that was the sign. Okay, it's a sign. Herod, there is a sign. There's going to be the Messiah born here. Why didn't they tell him all ahead of time? Only these Magi saw. So that is a very good indication that it wasn't a special confluence of planets and stars because everybody would have seen that coming. One of the the rub that's occurred with all this is whether we're going to take the Bible's account very specifically Mm -hmm. and as if it's infallible or whether we're going to treat it as some type of allegory story or they're not, they really didn't know exactly what they were looking. Let's quote from the Bible and examine what's actually there. In Matthew 2, 9, it says, when they had heard the king, they departed and the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. Let's just take that first phrase. The star went before them. Does a star move and proceed as you're walking along? Not perceptibly. No. You had to sit there and use a time-lapse photography over a period of hours yeah. to see such a thing happen. That's because the Earth also moves and the stars basically... Yeah, it's, we're revolving. It, one of the interesting things was when I was a Boy Scout, to make star, I, I did an astronomy mirror, and I had to stay up all night and trace the moon as it went across <laughs> the heavens. Yeah, it was a long night. Anyway, the point is, that's exactly the same thing that happened with the stars as the earth rotate and we have the star field go around. But that movement is very slow and imperceptible, and it is only in the direction of the rotation of the earth. It will not point you towards a specific object on earth unless it just happens to be in that specific direction. One example of that is when they were in Jerusalem and now they get led to Bethlehem. Bethlehem is six miles south of Jerusalem. The rotation of the earth never pointed them, never led them to the out using that. So that's one huge problem with this. No astronomical object could go before them. This is the point you made, Carl. What about Herod's advisor? Why couldn't they see it? They would have. If it was actually an influence of uh, heavenly bodies to make a very bright star, those guys would have seen it. They would have been jumping up and down. Whoa, looky there. Yeah. They would have made the news, so to speak. We're going to discuss that more after the break. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzadel. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Today we're talking about whether the Christmas star was astronomical, natural, or was it a miracle? Why didn't Herod's people see it? Well, the, the people who want to make this into a naturalistic thing, they say, well, those people in the East that came from Babylon, possibly, they had the background of Daniel, and therefore they knew to look for this star in the heavens. And they were astrologers. They would look at the stars all the time. But that the Jewish scribes, priests, etc., had been told not to look in the stars, not to pay attention to astrology and all of that type of stuff. But if this was this big an event, were they totally blind? Or was this such a special event that only the people who were designated by God could see it and not them? Well, as far as the believers, Judaism, in other words, Jews were not prevented from looking at the sky. They were not prevented from naming the constellations, but they were prevented from using those 
star constellations to be objects of worship or to guide their worship or to cause prophecies to make them worship. However, what they were able to do is to look up into the sky, and I'm sure they did, for any kind of new stuff that may have happened, which is why Job talks about the Hades, other Hades. constellations. Job was doing this, so I know it happened, and God was okay with it. I'll tell you another miraculous thing most people don't think about. Forget the stuff about whether or not the Hebrew could see the star or not. When they said, oh, where should this kid be born? His own scribes, Herod's own people, told him, it ought to be in Bethlehem, because they came out of the scripture. When he turned those wise men loose to go to Bethlehem to search for him, why, the natural thing Herod should have done was what? Send folks with Send him. Send folks with him. He didn't do that. That's a God thing in itself. Well, I think it's because no one saw the stars except the Magi. Right. So they all thought, these guys are kooks. Well, if they are kooks and they come back and tell us, oh, then we'll go. But scripture tells us that Herod was disturbed by this. So he didn't totally dismiss them as kooks. That's because he was projected as another king and he did not want to be usurped. Yeah. The star stood over the house. How many stars stand over one house and shine a light, a spotlight down on that one house? <laughs> Not many. I think if I went to my house across town and and you were here in your house and we looked up at that same star at the same time, we'd be pretty much looking up at the same angle. Yeah. Incidentally, folks, all of the stuff that we're talking to comes from our resident astronomer, Dr. Daniel Harris. He has a full write-up on everything we're talking about today on his website at drtruth.org. And again, that's drtruth.org. What he points up here is that if you have a light, a spotlight or whatever else, that's shining down upon one house... This thing had to be in the atmosphere, fairly close to the ground. What we are describing with the thing going forward, leading them to the south, and now pointing down to one specific place is something that is not astronomical. That is not some natural event. It's a miracle. Sounds like what happened to the Jews as they wandered in the desert. Yes. Exactly. The leading of the star... The inability of Herod's servants to see or follow the star, even while the wise men saw it easily. The fact the star stood over where the young child was and clearly pointed to a particular house in the village of Bethlehem. None of these things are things that would be the product of a comet, of an asteroid, of a convergence of a star like Rigel and Jupiter, which has been talked about. None of these things say it. And if no naturalistic events explain it, then what was it? Kind of glorious. It was, glory. it was a miracle of God. Now, we very often try to explain everything naturalistically. We're into the business of apologetics. That's what we do here. And we try to show people how God might have done it. But there are times, like the virgin birth, like resurrection of the dead, like the creation of everything thing from nothing. And this star event that show that this is a God thing. That these are things outside of our naturalistic experience that only God could have done. Any other thoughts, guys? I think you said it all. It was a miracle and it was written by Matthew to be, I think, explained as miraculous as opposed to a fixed thing in the sky that would happen every once in a while anyway. And Matthew basically was a Jew to start with and he basically was writing to Jews so that would be readily more acceptable 
acceptable to the Jews at least. As you come upon this year's crop of suggested naturalistic explanations for the Christmas star, you should now be ready to see the Creator in this, our Savior. We are privileged to know Him. May your Christmas be one of true joy being in His presence, and may you trust in the Word of God, not in the fables of materialists and astronomers. We recommend that you check out Terry Reed's book on his website at Why Should You Believe? You can get access to a whole range of Dr. Carl Williams' books on Christian historical fiction on Amazon.com. And we also recommend Scott Lane's new book, What If God Wrote the Bible, which is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and everywhere else. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com, that is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger and Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM 630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzville, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.